0: Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Inside Battlefield. My name is Tom, community manager here at DICE and today we're back with another preview of quality of life changes coming during Season 5. With today's focus being on the vehicle loadout rework and we're doing things a little bit differently today. We couldn't get the full team in the room at the same time, so I'll start the discussion first with Ali and then later I'll be joined by Ross and Jim. So Ali, uh, you're, you're here with me right now, yeah. so how's it going? It's good, good, living the dream as always. How are you? Same, <laughs> same. Uh, yeah, like excited for another podcast episode and I think what we're doing at Vehicles in Season 5 is, uh, is pretty exciting as well. So I've been looking forward to talk about that for quite a while and I think the team has as well. So Ali, before we dive into it, can you first... Give a quick intro about yourself, what you do at DICE.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm a producer in the uh, core gameplay team. And the core gameplay team basically focuses on uh, uh, weapons, vehicles, uh, specialists, uh, basically all type of hardware in the game.
0: Okay, so everything you you, you actually play with. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. So, uh, welcome. Thank and you. then for the vehicle loaded
1: rework, can you maybe give us a, a quick recap of what we're doing yeah for sure um so we've seen how the vehicle gameplay has evolved during the past seasons um and as a result we targeted a couple of changes we're introducing in season five uh first off which is kind of interrelated to the loadout changes um is the prevalence uh, of explosive vehicle equipment while we do think that the explosives have their Place on the battlefield and gameplay overall, we don't think they should be a strategic choice and not a default choice or like av- available option for all vehicles. Not only because their prevalence provides an unforgiving experience to infantry gameplay but also because it undermines picking the vehicles that meet the current needs uh, of your team and squad. So, um, we feel that, that the changes uh, to the vehicle ca- categorization, while leaving their loadouts unchanged, has resulted in the removal of clearly defined uh, combat roles. Transport vehicles are a good example where they're meant to swiftly carry you and your squadron towards like an o- objective, um, and while they have, while they still have the weaponry available to defend during that, you know, during that journey, uh, they are not meant for direct like offensive purposes. Um, so that means, similar to the return of the class system that we released in back in January, um, we're restructuring the vehicle loadouts to ensure the combat roles are, uh, again, like, clearly defined and their role on the battlefield is clearer. So Ali, thank you. I, I think that was a, a good overview of, of what we're doing
0: with the loadout changes. But can you give some examples of what that actually means?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, the restructuring of loadouts will um, affect all vehicles. And just a point on that, like with this overall, we're also looking to improve the overall balance when it comes to our vehicle offering. Um, It means that we'll both remove as well, add weapons to each available loadout. Uh, So for instance, explosives will no longer be an option for all vehicles, but overall you find more uh, more choice through a larger selection of weapons available uh, to you. Um, so I think another
0: important item for the team as well was that we we still wanted to make to ensure you have a lot of choice for your vehicle loadouts. Yeah, exactly. So I believe we ended up adding more weapons than we removed. Yeah, Is that correct? Correct. correct. Um, but for explosives specifically, um, they'll still be available on, on some some vehicles because that's their role. But f- can you give us an example where we completely removed the explosives?
1: Yeah, I mean, we uh, looked at the pick rates, of course, uh, where we saw the LATV being the highest pick rate of all our transport vehicles. So there we decided to re- remove it, uh, because we really believe in terms of balancing, we think it will be beneficial for the overall experience. Because it, it was supposed
0: to be a transport vehicle, but we saw that people were just, you know, cruising around at high speed, blowing up stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that was not, not really, it was just supposed to yeah, carry you across the battlefield. Yeah. Great. Um, is there any other yeah, other other changes you want to to mention? Yeah, I think
1: those are the biggest changes for uh, Season 5. And uh, the team has worked really, really hard to try to address the feedback we've seen from the community. Yep. And I think uh, Ross and Jim will cover it in a bit more detail. Uh, but before we give them the word, I also want to mention we've done a couple of quality of life additions, uh, such as adding thermal view to vehicle equipment, uh, decoupling aim from turning option, as well as... Yet gameplay improvements, so exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, so there is plenty of stuff coming. So, uh, Ali, thank you for uh, for for being here with me today. We can, <laughs> we couldn't you. all be in the same room together <laughs> on the same day, so um, maybe next time. But uh, we'll just pass it over to uh, to to Jim and Ross now, Good and stuff. then we'll go talk uh, in more detail about the changes. All right, thank you, Cheers. thank you. So, Jim Ross, straight over to you. Welcome. Um, so, for for folks listening who who don't know you, could you please introduce yourselves and what what you do at Dice? So, Jim, let's start with you.
2: Um, yeah, my my name is Jim. I am working as a vehicle designer at the moment. Awesome. And Ross.
3: Hello, yeah. uh, I'm Ross.
0: I'm a design director on the live service.
3: That's pretty much it.
0: Cool. So, uh, both of you work in design. Yeah. Interesting. So let's let's. Let's talk some design then for vehicles. Um, before we go into today's subject about the vehicle loaded we were coming during Season 5, I thought we would start with uh, a little bit of a recap of where we feel we are now with Season 4 in terms of vehicle gameplay. So, um, Ross, do you want to start off there?
3: Yeah, so I guess uh, transport helis are the kind of big topic, right? Everyone's yep. talking about them. So we've made some changes. Um I think they're a good first step. Uh, it seems to be having an impact on numbers at least. So we just need to keep watching it. Um, we want to make sure that we're doing the right things and we've kind of taken gradual processes to get to where we think they need to be. Yep. So yeah, it's it's. I think they're looking
0: better. And the change we made was in update 4.2, yeah. so the most recent update, and they yeah. now take more damage from all projectiles right
3: yeah yeah so i think with the transport helis it's a tricky one when you have that many seats in a vehicle your min and max are just so broad yep. so you're kind of trying to balance around a lot of different potential scenarios and we need to get it right if you push too far one way they become useless if we push too far the other way and i think we kind of did then uh we get you know we, we get the air
0: dominance which is not what yep. we wanted Um, So we had a lot of feedback from players about it. So we made some changes there already. We will continue to review and see if more changes are necessary. But we've got a lot of stuff coming up as well in Season 5. And Jim, what are your thoughts about where we are now with vehicle gameplay in in Season 4 and why we are making the changes that that we do in Season 5?
2: Yeah, I think we, we have already done some good changes with the categories being... Added and uh, moved around a bit, uh, but there's still uh, there's still the issue of where you couldn't like take on the helis yeah. with your categories. So I think uh, that's a good change we're making now as well.
0: So I think the the recategorization of vehicles was was it during season three? I think it was quite a while ago. A,
2: yeah, yeah, It
0: was around then. Yeah. But but we have since learned um, what we've seen ourselves from just you know monitoring gameplay, but also from player feedback is that a lot of vehicles go outside of their intended roles. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. One of you can probably give me a good example of, of the maybe it is the transport helicopter like you just mentioned, uh, Ross.
3: Yeah. Like I mean, um, I think I think that there's a big question over whether we should have called it a transport heli in the first place, and I think that's. Yeah. That's something we still uh, talk about. But like I think like the Lap v is a really good example. I think when we launched, we were trying to be as broad as we could. We wanted to try and get players together to have like a, a really interesting and varied experience. And I think looking at some of the other games, sometimes our, our roles on vehicles were too narrow. Um, and I think we were trying to kind of uh, counter that. And I think we probably pushed it a bit too far. So the changes that we're making now are to kind of bring back more of a sense of role uh and that's going to have caveats right you're yep. going to encounter you're, you're going to encounter things that maybe you're not going to be equipped to deal with but i think overall that's better for the for the game and the experience so uh yeah it it'll be exciting to see how everyone feels about it
0: yeah so i i think the thing we learned is that maybe we gave too much freedom with the vehicles and um what what we're trying to do here is give them a, a like you mentioned, a clear intended role, because if you too much freedom leads to a lot of chaos, but not always the the fun kind of chaos for players. I think <laughs> is that a right way to put it?
3: Yeah, it just it like it, it makes everything more readable when yeah. when the role is clear, and I think that extends through soldiers into vehicles now. And I think it it was generally less less of an issue with vehicles because like they were more more restricted and the interaction towards them. You know, as a soldier, was more clear, like blow them up. But um, I, I think you know, if you look at the V, you know, some of the changes that we've made there are to pull it back. It's a transport vehicle; that's its role. That's what it should be doing. And it's you know, its ability to um, to shred through uh, soldiers. We needed to pull that back a bit, like it was it was causing a, a lot of the problems that we have with explosion spam and pulling those uh, features out of that vehicle is ultimately going to be better for everybody
0: Yep. and uh, uh jim another thing you mentioned when we chatted the other day is that something we also noticed that a lot of players right now just pick the vehicles they think look cool but we brought the return to the class system in january where you know you now have an engineer to take down vehicles but we expect the same from vehicles where hey you see a lot of helicopters you would need to take this vehicle to take down those helis, but that's not what we really see happening, so we want to give more focus there as well.
2: Um, yeah, so the I, I think uh, a, a big change is actually the uh, Wildcat and uh, uh, what do we call it, the, the Ram being in the same category because most players just pick the Ram even if there's a helicopter uh, gunship flying around they still just want to shoot people on the ground yeah so <laughs> i so, mean so that that's going to it's going to so help yeah.
0: <laughs> it's fun but i guess so we're we're trying to give more purpose to players and also make it easier for them to identify this is probably the right vehicle i should take now based on what i'm seeing happening around me
2: yeah, well, from what we know, there's always all vehicles are always taken, right? Yeah. So you know that there's going to be a wildcat in the level now that it it has its own category. Uh, so the gunships won't have free reign, <laughs> <laughs> like yep. they've had before.
3: The worst thing in the world, as well, is when you know that you know that you want that vehicle. Like you've identified there's a gunship, it's flying around, it's destroying everything. Okay, I'll go get it. Oh, somebody else is driving around in something that, for you, is irrelevant at that point in time. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, it should help. Okay. Um, and overall balance of vehicles as we close out season four. How do you feel about that?
3: I think the big, the big, the big issue is the the, the transport helis. So we'll, I think we'll just see how it goes, and and just and again. So I think the first changes that we made were to pull it back in terms of its overall Mm. firepower. Next step was to pull it back in terms of its survivability. So let's see how that goes now, and then we can assess later. But in general, I think once we get these changes out in terms of roles, I think then we can, again, assess the balance of those roles. Yep. Are they too strong? Are they too weak at their role? But I think that's the key thing. It's like it'll it'll make it easier for us to balance in the future because yep. we're matching role to role and, and outcome to role. So,
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim, anything you want to add on
2: balance? Um, yeah, for the helicopters. I mean, we're adding weapons to, to vehicles to deal with helicopters, like the... Um, Latvi, for example, will get the AA gun, and um, and the Wildcat will get a new, even stronger AA gun. So, um, I mean, we can't do... Helicopters beware. Yeah, we can't do too much to the actual helicopter before we see how how it plays out.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so we, we can't make all the changes at the same time, because if you balance this vehicle, then it will have an impact on that other vehicle, so we... Kind of need to take it one step at a time to see how that plays out because yeah. we don't want to um. immediately reshuffle the entire meta however we are making <laughs> some big changes in Oops. season five like <laughs> <laughs> so let's um let's 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 go there now so that was um an overview of where we feel we are in season four and then for season five um we are doing a full reshuffle of the vehicle loadout um loadouts, which you've just mentioned some examples of already. So could you, one of you, give me like a summary of what our intent is for that, that full reshuffle during season five?
2: Uh, you want me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> yes, we want you. <laughs> the, the general intent is just to remove as many explosion-based weapons as possible, um, especially from the transport vehicles. So the the LATV is a is a pretty good one there, where we actually got rid of all explosive weapons, um, and at the same time we added the AA because we saw that people were using those to, um, like the thirty millimeter and the fifty millimeter, mm-hmm. to fight the um, the gunships and the planes and such. So it, it felt right that they should have a a, a flak gun to. Like counter air um, and also since we don't want to just remove stuff we we added some some other guns to them as well. that are like less less explosive. <laughs>
0: okay, so I think a, a big um, problem we saw that we wanted to address as well was overall explosion spam and especially then for the transport vehicles. They are supposed to be able to transport players across the map and not necessarily blow shit up everywhere. <laughs> to put it that way, yeah. that, yeah, Am I correct in saying it that way?
3: Yeah, you 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 want to you want to like every ultimately. I think Jim's right. Like you're going to pick the vehicle that you that you have a fun experience in. <laughs> um, but we, when we have things like transport vehicles, we need to make sure that they're being effective at that. So that's really the thing that we're. We're hoping to address with this. It's like if you pick an anti-air, it's going to be effective against anti-air. Okay. Um, we're trying to pull out the the ability of other vehicles to to be as good as they can still be effective against air, but there needs to be something that yep. stands out. Just makes it easier for everybody.
0: Um, so the result of that is, as Jim already mentioned just now, we're. I think for all vehicles, we're changing their loadout so. Removing weapons, but also adding weapons, and I think we are adding more mep- weapons than we're removing because we don't want to take away the fun of those vehicles. Is is that correct, Jim?
2: Yeah, I'm not a mathematician, but i <laughs> i think I think you get more choices now, actually, okay. uh, than you had before.
0: So more choice, but a clearer purpose for what you want to use that vehicle for.
2: Yeah, okay. I, but you're not going to be able to you know, pick an Latvi with a 50 mil because there are no tanks. So you're going to have to use the Latvi more as a transport.
0: Yeah, which is what it's intended for. Yeah. And a pretty fun transport. I love uh, driving across the map with I think so. Yeah. Um, cool. So that is quite a big undertaking as well because, you know, the, the team has been working on this quite a while to review all the vehicles. What was their original intended role? Like, what weapons do we need to add? What do we need to remove? Um, can you give us, I, I guess, f- for both of you, like the most f- fun example that, that that's coming out of this or the, the biggest change we made for a specific vehicle? We already mentioned the LED-V, so maybe it is the LED-V, but if you have any other examples.
2: Um, and when I put it like that, I think the um, the Wildcat with the new AA gun is awesome. Uh it might be too awesome, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to look at that. I think maybe.
0: And uh, did did we also make any changes to the bolter? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's got some toys. It's got the incendiary launcher, but we've removed the the incendiary light la- uh, like mine layer, so okay. that's gone. Um, I think it's yeah, got the, the detection pulse. I think we gave it fifty mil, but removed the thirty.
2: Yeah, because the thirty is more spammable. But, yeah, uh, but the the biggest thing with the bolt is the glass. I think so you're you're safe from snipers uh, since it's in the uh, it's in the where is it heavy transport.
0: Yeah. So yeah. did did we also change categories around again for for vehicles?
2: Um, no, it's been in in heavy transport for a while now. Think so. Yeah, it's just that it's it's not a good choice, and it doesn't feel like a have a transport because you can get sniped out of it at any time.
0: Yeah, cool. And um, I think another cool thing to confirm then is uh, that we are indeed adding thermals for vehicles. Do so you want to share with players what you expect there?
2: Um, yeah, that's for the gunner seats. So. All, um, all, all gunner seats that had machine guns will have um, a thermal version uh, of the same gun uh, that has less zoom but uh, thermal view instead. Uh, so you, you get uh, sort of a side-grade uh, choice there.
0: Awesome, because I, I, I know players wanted thermals on tanks as well. Sorry, yeah. not on tanks, on vehicles. Um, so that's that's coming during Season 5 as well.
2: Yeah, I, they get it on tanks as well, but not uh, driver at, at this point. <laughs> okay, <laughs> only but the gunners. Not yet. <laughs> not yet.
0: Um, so, so, but yeah, that that is great news. Uh, so excited we can confirm that today. And then, um, is there anything else you want to add about the loadout rework?
3: I think we we'll just we'll see how it goes. I think I think it'll affect what we how like how we view vehicles in the future as well. Yeah. Um, like how how we qualify balance will be defined by like how effective is this thing at the role um, and then that I think affect the kind of metrics that we use to, to work out balance um, and then the other you know then the other thing is just you know community feedback like play it tell us yep. tell us what what isn't working and we'll maybe
0: fix it if Jim lets me
2: yeah. <laughs> no I think it's great it plays nice in our playtests so
0: yeah, we we've, we've done a lot of testing on this and yeah. like we as a team feel that it's in a much better spot now than it was before. Um so excited to get into the players' hands and you know for those of you listening let us know your feedback as well once it's available um with the season 5 update. So um we'll provide more details on the on season 5 later later this month. Then we have jets as well. I believe recently we um opened up some feedback topics to the community and asked them how they felt about Jet gameplay. And we've got a a whole lot of comments. So, Jim, like we are making some changes to Jets. Um, Can you talk us through
2: those? Um, Yeah. So (laughs) the main feedback on Jets was they feel floaty. (laughs) That's kind of uh, hard to work with as a handling uh, designer there. Uh, But I have... Done a lot of changes to the actual camera of the jet because the handling of, uh, of vehicles is, is like fifty percent the camera, and uh, the three P camera was actually pretty floaty. So,
0: so when you say floaty, so in the third person camera it just didn't feel as smooth as as we wanted it it, it to. Or?
2: Um, no, this is exactly why it's hard to act on uh, <laughs> <laughs> feedback. Like okay. it's floaty. Get yeah, the yeah. Giant <laughs> so out. It's, uh, it's different <laughs> for everyone. But for me, floaty is uh, uh, your input isn't uh, directly attached to the to the camera view. Oh, so, okay, gotcha. So you move the plane, and then the camera follows. Like after a while, uh, so a lot of tweaking there to make the camera more more responsive to the jet as it turns
0: so to to summarize and you use the word responsive so flying a jet based on the changes we made to the camera feels more responsive now
2: Um, yeah it it does okay Um, that's awesome it's confirmed by our pilots here at dice Um, and also the rear view control has been added back again
0: meaning like if you fly you can
2: yeah you, can, yeah, you can look back and, um, and steer the plane at the same time.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool. And then uh, lastly, I think we're also adding rocket pods. So that's part of the vehicle loader rework. So jets are getting rocket pods as well. Um,
2: yeah, you get you get the choice there. Instead of um, lock-on missiles, you can have rocket pods to havoc uh, or...
0: If you so choose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the feedback we had there from players was... Um, you know, if there's nothing to lock on to in the air, then sometimes the jet maybe didn't feel as as useful as it could be. So now we're giving you a choice. If you know, if it's more <laughs> helpful to wreak havoc with a rocket pod, then you do now have that option.
2: Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't, if you don't have any to dogfight, you can still um, have something to do.
0: Yeah, which is um, a lot of feedback we heard from the pilot community. So glad that we can uh, make those changes happen. Um, so I think that is a good overview of, 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 some of the changes that you can expect, um, for the vehicle load that we work. So as we mentioned earlier, we're, we're very excited to get this into your hands as a team and see how you feel like we feel, we feel, I'm saying feel a lot. <laughs> we feel that it plays uh, much better than before. Yeah. I think overall balance should also be better. And I think something we didn't necessarily touch on in, in the beginning of the podcast, but this should also impact your gameplay as a soldier, because we mentioned explosion spam and it was sometimes a very unforgiving um, experience for a soldier, so this vehicle loaded rework, where we uh, mostly removed a, a bunch of explosion weapons. Explosive weapons um, should make that soldier experience better as well.
3: And adds, I think it just adds more variety as well. Like, so if you, if you think about the Lat-V, if it's driving around and it's spamming explosions everywhere, that's that's the experience that you're going to get from it. And, yeah. and that's the experience that you're then going to get from many other things. So pulling those out, you're going to get a different experience now when you come up against a LAV, And that's maybe going to change how you as a soldier or as another vehicle want to engage with it. So I think, you know, this is why we do these things because it's going to just change the perception of, like, the, the things that you generally find on the battlefield but now they're going to be different. Yep. So that's the goal.
0: So now that we have a, a good overview of what we're doing with the vehicle loadout rework, um, let's take some examples. And Ross, can we start with you for the bolt and what we're changing there?
3: Yeah, so we've we've moved some things around. So the first big thing is that we're trying to get the slots more defined. So attack and defend, those are your choices now. Um, we've removed some things, so the 30 mil is gone because, again, it was, it was super spammy on explosions and it was just generally uh, um, obnoxious, uh, particularly for soldiers to deal with. So then we've added some things. So we've added the incendiary launcher, uh, 50 mil, and then we've moved over the detection pulse. So the loadout's going to give you different options, it's going to feel different and hopefully it will feel more like a harasser than than, than than where it fits now. But the big thing is going into the uh, to the glass issue. So the problem we have is you shoot the driver out of the glass and it just doesn't feel like it's a heavy vehicle. Yep. And I think that's leading to the, the currently pretty low selection rate. So now there's no more shooting drivers through the glass. They'll be protected. Um, and hopefully that will make it feel again more able to um to kind of cope uh with the selection against uh against uh, tanks. So we'll see how that goes. Um but it's it's definitely gonna make the, the vehicle uh, feel like a more viable option um and again like less obnoxious for for
0: soldier players. Okay. Thank you. That's a great overview. And Jim can we then go back to the Latvi? We already mentioned it a few times today. But yeah. um, so we have a good overview of the bolt. Can we do the same for the Latvi?
2: Um, yeah, for the for that we it's uh, it's about making it uh, a transport that you can counter. Like so, uh, all the explosive uh, weapons are are gone. Um, we added the AA uh, to that uh, since we saw that players like to use those fifty mils against the gunships mm-hmm. when they can. Like to have a it's like a last last resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To combat the gunship, so it's it's nice to have a, have it a dedicated AA uh, that won't uh, harass uh, ground troops. I still
0: <laughs> I still don't know how comfortable I would feel in a LED V if there's stealth heli flying my way, but like at least it has a fighting chance now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't have to uh, perfect aim now. Okay, to, great. Um, to fight back, <laughs> yeah.
0: but otherwise it's like as as is it still a transport vehicle. You mentioned it 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 harasses soldiers less than before. It's more to move around, and you have a better chance against uh, air vehicles.
2: Yeah, you, you're gonna need a direct line of sight now, so so that's uh, that's okay. a good thing with yeah. this. Uh, you can't just shoot people behind corners.
0: Yeah, which was uh, uh, from my personal opinion quite annoying. If you you're hiding behind a container and you still got caught by by explosive, uh, explosive fire there. Um, great. So that is an overview of two examples of the vehicle loader that we work for, the Bolti and the Latvi. So we're doing uh, a pass like this for all vehicles. So um, we, we won't cover them all today, but once this is in your hands in season five, um, we're looking forward to your feedback, seeing how that plays out. So stay in touch with us. Um, from our testing internally, we feel it's in a much better spot, better balanced, uh, plays better. Um. Right. Then um, another thing I want to, to touch, touch upon with you is that we added stationary anti-air um, support on the map for season five, which is something uh, players may have already seen in some of our portal maps. Um, but we also wanted to try that out for the new map, which we haven't done before, because we feel sometimes soldiers might need some help if there's, for example, not enough engineers around to take vehicles down to give them additional support to take out those air vehicles. Can you talk a little bit more about this?
3: Yeah, I think the, um, so community feedback around air can be somewhat polarizing, right? Yeah. And and that can be uh, tricky when you're running around, if you're not an engineer, or if you haven't brought um, anti-air with you as an engineer, um, what do you do? Okay, so you need to go in and find a vehicle. That can be a tricky thing, Um Maybe you'll call it in, but maybe someone else is already in it or maybe the, the selection is not available to you. So having something on the map that you can actually say, you know what, I'm actually going to go there and I'm going to go and deal with this. And it's always there when it's not destroyed, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it just gives you, like a, I think, a different option. So I think we'll see how how everyone responds to it. Um, and then, you know, it's there. It, it can be dropped into to other levels uh, as as we see fit. Yep. And um, it should give us some interesting uh, uh, tactical options when you're on the ground as a soldier.
0: Yeah, so something new we're trying out, and if we yeah. feel the need to add that to more maps because we feel this is something players need, then we can do that. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so that is all we have today for vehicles in Season 5. So we wanted to give you uh, a preview of some of the quality of life changes coming in Season 5. But before we end, I think... We want. I see Jim staring at the cookies already. Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to eat a cookie before we uh, end today?
3: <clears throat> I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I tell you that. <laughs> Who made these cookies? Um, the supermarket. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have time. No sponsored links. No sponsored links here. No sponsored
0: links here. Uh, I didn't have time to to bake my own cookies. But uh, this is okay, Jim. Since you're Swedish, please correct me if I'm wrong. Salt cola snittar. Is it? Did I say that correct? no,
2: know, not even close. <laughs> so, so what are these called? <laughs> can, I, can I see the box? <laughs> uh, salt cola snitter. That, that's the.
0: Okay.
2: Like I think <laughs> the the,
0: the running jokes here that I try to pronounce cookies in the Swedish way and I always feel horribly. But uh, <laughs> please have fun. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Are you familiar with these cookies? Because I am not, but can you tell us the lore of the cookie?
2: Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think these are. They don't have a long history, at least not in Sweden. Uh, how would you translate it to salt fudge?
0: That is that is salty. Yeah, that is very salty. It does indeed have salt in its
2: name, and we can.
0: It is. Yeah, it's pretty salty. With a little bit of, yeah, is it fudge caramel?
3: I'm not sure what this is. It's it, tricky. It, I'm from England, so you, you like know, biscuits. My exactly my my despair at Swedish biscuits and cookies in general <laughs> is is beyond words.
2: This is, <laughs> but this isn't Swedish. I, I, I you pass. I it the blame to someone else. Is it we don't we do put <laughs> salt in cookies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that around here. <laughs> <laughs> no. hmm.
0: I I like it, but it's it's not one of my favorite cookies I've had on the show so far. Feel this is um, yeah. I'm not a big fan of salt in cookies. Do they always add salt in cookies? No, I I actually don't know. Like this could change how I view life. Well,
2: yeah. No, I I think I've seen um a recent surge in um, adding salt to things where it shouldn't be.
3: You could do that in um, in theme park. Do you remember the original theme park? You could increase the amount of salt on the food, and that would make them want to drink, so they'd spend more money on drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah, but then, it could make them really sick. So if we eat enough,
2: there was a. Be... I think you can add ice to the drinks as well. Mm. So it, it would take it out and you make double the money yeah that's some big thinking (laughs) there
0: yep Mm. but yeah overall it is like you. I've never gone wrong with cookies in my life I think
3: I think you can't beat the British uh, the hobnob (laughs) or the the digestive am I allowed to say hobnob is that is
0: that a I, I have no idea what it That's even is. No. You can,
3: oh. you is can it, beat uh, me if it's...
2: vinegar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, not vinegar. Um, but yeah, so that that was it for today. We had some nice cookies as well. So folks, uh, get in touch with us uh, through hashtag Inside Battlefield on socials or at podcast at battlefield.com if you have questions, feedback, or just want to say hello. And then from all of us here at our Battlefield studios, stay classy and PTFO. That was it for today. Thank you. Bye bye. See ya. Thank you. Bye.